and it helps me to just start with Jesus and for us to fix our eyes on him because um, he he was the example of this um, Mark 10 verse 45 it says for even the son of man did not come to be served but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many mm-hmm. and being a servant is the very definition of who yeah. Jesus was. If you were to you know, do top three characteristics of Jesus, this is probably one of them. Um, it's the essence of, of who he was. And I, I wanted to just look at like a few of the ways that Jesus served. Um, it's really like, if you just look through the gospels with that in mind, it's, it's overwhelming. Um, so he, he went above and beyond meeting needs. Um, I think about the story of the when he fed the 5,000 and the 4,000, and there were all these leftovers. And Jesus didn't, like, he probably knew how much people were going to eat. Like, it's not, like, he knows everything. Why were there leftovers, you know? Like, he just, he, he went above and beyond in feeding people that there was so much extra. And I don't think that was, like, a, he calculated wrong or something, yeah. you know? Like, he just wanted to make sure that people were provided for. Um, in that same story, uh, at the beginning of it, it says that he already had in mind, John 6, he already had in mind what he was going to do. And I think that he anticipated needs. You know, he looked for opportunities and thought ahead of time about how he was going to work miracles and meet needs. Uh, he let people serve him. He let the woman, the sinful woman, anoint his feet with oil. He let, there's this band of women that traveled with him paying his way basically like paying for him and his disciples um so he let people help him which is a a big part of um his example he was vulnerable he constantly met physical needs before spiritual needs um there's so many stories honest i was overwhelmed like where he would meet people's physical needs and not even address their spiritual need or it would be you know it's the very last part of the story like and then you know, he said, your sins are forgiven and it moves on. Um, but he, he just met people's physical needs left and right. And, um, and that's really amazing. You know, it seemed like regardless of whether they were spiritually open or not, you know, he was taking care of them. He broke rules about serving. Um, he went to serve, he healed on the Sabbath. People got really mad at him for that. Who to serve? He healed women, the unclean people got mad about that. He served when he was tired. You know, one, uh, one story, he, I think he's heard that his cousin has been beheaded and he gets in the boat, rows across to like have quiet, like quiet time with God and then he gets to the other side and there's a crowd waiting for him and he takes care of them. And so he served when he was tired. Um, he was flexible so many times. He, It's unclear, like, did he have a schedule or was he just like... People are like, I have a need here. He's like, okay, and I have another need here. Okay, and he just, it, that's so challenging for me. I'm such like a scheduled person. I'm like, Jesus, you, what's your plan? Um, he was just meeting people's needs. Uh, he got dirty. Yeah, John 13, washing the disciples' feet. You know, he was, he was in it, um, in the dirt, in, in the filth. And then ultimately he went to the cross, uh, which is the, the biggest, it's a culmination of his whole lifetime of service. And, um, and that's just like a few, you know, I'm sure you could list even more examples, but it is, it's really inspiring. As I was like, just doing a brief overview of the gospel, I was like, wow, Jesus, he, he was amazing. Um, and I thought about, you know, why did he, 
this might be a tangent, but like, why did he meet physical needs so often? You know, like why it, in some of the gospels, that's like all he's doing is just healing people and healing people and feeding them and making them well. And, um, you know, and, and I realized like a lot of times if we're so overwhelmed by our physical needs, uh, busyness or fatigue or illness or you can't even think about your spiritual needs. You don't even know what they are. You know, like you're just so overwhelmed by surviving that God seems so far away, you know? And I think he healed people to kind of clear the way so that their hearts could be open. And, and I'm, I'm so grateful for that. Um, and that's a reason we, it's important to take care of the physical needs, you know, um, so that we can even, we can see God. Um, and I think he also did it to show us that God cares about the whole person, you know, that it's not just, um, it's not just about a doctrine or the believing the right thing, but God cares about all of us, you know, all of you and making all of us whole. And, um, so I'm, I'm grateful for, for that. And, and as he served, you know, Jesus, he rewrote the narrative about power and influence and authority. Like he just was totally turning the tables about what it meant to be the greatest, and um, and that's what he calls us to do as well as, as we follow him. Um, so, se- and then secondly, uh, serving others is serving God, right? and these are just like kind of basic principles of and motivations of why we serve. Um, there's more, but these are like two very basics, and then we'll we'll talk about some other stuff. But uh, serving others is serving God, and I have three scriptures here that are really challenge me and encourage me. Um, Hebrews chapter six. Verse 10. Could I have someone read um, just verse 10, chapter 6, 10? You do it. Great, thank you. Um, God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them. Okay. Um, this this scripture is awesome. It it's one of the few scriptures I can think of where it, it describes how we can directly love God, like directly show love to God. It says, um, when we are working for Him, it, the love we show His people is loving Him, um, and that that's amazing. Like He. It's we're not serving each other, you know. We're really it's it's loving God, and um, and He sees it all, and He won't forget it. And you can apply the scripture <laughs> to like a million things, but um, this really inspires me. Like when I am loving God's people, I'm directly loving Him. And so if you know we're un- we're unlovable a lot of the time, and but if, if uh, I can remember I'm loving God, that that helps me out a lot. Um, Colossians chapter three, verse twenty three. Can someone read that? I'll read it. Okay. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. In 24. Since you know that you'll receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. Mm. Yeah, this, 
the scripture is amazing. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for men. Um, since it's the Lord Christ you're serving. Yeah. Lindsay has, I don't know if you still have the scripture by your, by your sink, but for a long time she had the scripture on an index card by her sink. And I think about it all the time as I do dishes. Like, whatever I do, I'm working for the Lord, not for men. And it's okay, we don't have a dishwasher. Like, I'm serving God. And, um, and I, I, I love, like, I love, that's where you need that scripture. Like, is in these little things that we do. And I mean, you know, doing your dishes isn't, it, some, if you have roommates, it's definitely serving uh, to do your dishes. But, but I think it's, it's those little things like that are, um, that's how we love God and how we, how we show honor to God. Um, whatever you do, whether they're small acts of service or big, they're, they're all about God. And this really helps me. Like if my work isn't appreciated, if my service, if someone doesn't recognize it, like that's okay. You know, it's not about, it's not about that person. It's about, um, it's about Jesus. I'm, I'm serving him. And then he says this directly in Matthew 25. Um, this one is, uh, is really convicting. It's the whole story about the sheep and the goats. And um, we could spend the whole lesson just on, on that passage. But uh, Matthew 25, verse 40, um, he says, I'll just read this. It says, The king will reply, I tell you the truth, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did for me. So Jesus just says himself, like, whatever we do for... The hungry, thirsty, naked, poor, we're directly doing it for him. Mm-hmm. And um, that, if that doesn't, he couldn't be any more clear about it. You know, uh, this is what we do for the poor, what we do for each other. Like, this is loving Jesus, loving loving God. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think a lot of us know, know this or have known it at some point, um, but I thought we just had to start kind of with the, the foundation of why, why, why do we serve? And... Um, and why do we do what we do, or why should we do what we do? Um, and I wanted to ask just a couple questions. First of all, what are what are some of the obstacles that you guys experience when it comes to serving? What can slow you down or hold you back? Uh, schedule, like, mm-hmm. and and I'm I'm home most of the day, but I still find myself having to like. Okay, if I do this then and this then, like that only leaves this and then, like there's a lot of that going on in mm-hmm. my head, and it can, it it doesn't make it fun. It mm-hmm. doesn't make like the the service like fun because yeah. you know. Totally, totally. Yeah, I'm not inquiring. No. Mm-hmm. Like just, I'm just not being aware. Like or just being like, outward focused. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, totally. Yeah, not well. It's, you're not even knowing yeah. the needs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes um, for me it can be just a trust in God, like, you know, my heart wants to serve and I want to make a meal and I want to buy this for donating or whatever, but um, it's just a deeper trust that God provides mm-hmm. for us to be able to serve and yeah. give, give our gas to drive to pick someone up yep. and all those things. Totally. Like, that's a real struggle. Yeah. Both, you know, yeah. struggle to pay bills and whatever, mm-hmm. so that's a real thing. Totally. But there really is joy when you do it. <laughs> yeah. And I think as I keep growing and just doing it and trusting God will provide, God is providing. We still have food in our refrigerator. Yeah. We still have a car. And just yeah. 
growing in that, just trust and faith that God does take care of us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, selfishness yep. can hold us back. Um, just even not being deliberate in thinking about others, like, you know, I, I have to be deliberate about it. Otherwise, mm. it's just so easy to just think about me and my own family. Mm -hmm. and, um, also just, yeah, sometimes feeling like, um, my needs are so great, you mm -hmm. know, and yeah. so, you know, how can I give if I'm feeling so needy in these areas, mm -hmm. but I think that's just not, and I check my heart and I'm like, well, that's not the heart that Jesus had. Mm -hmm. He certainly yeah. had needs all the time yeah. too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then with selfishness too, like. Sometimes thinking, it can come into like the motivation, like, um, well, what have they done for me? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and that can kind of weigh in, well, you know, yeah, maybe if they had done more for me, I would be mm -hmm. more willing to step in and help them mm -hmm. when they're in need. But they weren't there for me when I went through that or whatever. Right, right. Um, yeah. Again, wrong motive. <laughs> yeah. But selfish heart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Prejudice. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all have you know, nice things. We all have you know, cars, houses, and things. So it's really difficult when someone you know comes up, up to you on the street and they smell like they haven't had a shower in days, mm -hmm. and they say, "Well, can you can I have a can I have a few bucks?" And you're not sure where that money is going, and you're not sure you know if they're really being honest about what they need. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's really difficult to, you know, keep a few, I had a sister suggest that I keep like a few gift cards, like $5 Duncan's gift cards mm -hmm. in my purse or something. And it's really difficult to try to make that, um, make that extra reach out to somebody mm -hmm. because, you know, you just don't know. And like, I feel like it's almost, it, it's almost invasive. <laughs> to you, because we live a very comfortable lifestyle, it's almost invasive to know that like someone else is not living a comfortable mm -hmm. lifestyle. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's, that's a great point. Nice. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, definitely. And uh, I'm, I'm not even touching on this here, but Jesus had a lot to say about serving people who can't repay us. Mm -hmm. um, and that's like, that's next level. Like, I <laughs> come back next time, you know, like, um, like he, he spoke a lot about he said, if you, you know, just love those who love you, what good is that, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And so there's, they're serving each other, they're serving the community, and they're serving people who will never repay us at, in any way. And that really challenges our prejudices and motives and all of that. So, Amen. yeah, thanks for sharing. Um, anything else? Yeah. I think it's like the p things that people ask for or need I don't have, and then the things that I naturally think to do, other people aren't interested in. Mm. It sounds stupid, but it's kind of like um, Paige was saying, oh, like not asking, not knowing what the needs are. Like, it's, yeah, it's like the serving isn't obvious. Mm. So it's kind of like, well, I'm gonna do my thing. And mm. What I'm doing and what they need, like line up or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Probably one thing that will stop me is when 
the recipient is going to come enough to accept it. Oh, mm -hmm. no, I don't need your help. Mm -hmm. oh, I don't yes. need this. You know, I was like, yeah. okay, I'm just trying to be helpful. Yeah, yeah. But that that's, will totally be a That's a great point. I'm going to... I'm going to touch on that. That's a great point. Um, yeah. Okay. So we could go on. Those are those are definitely some of the obstacles. Um, on a positive note, what are what are some examples of serving in our fellowship? This one we could spend yeah. all night on. But and I've got my list. But I thought let's let's just go around. Yes. I think a huge example specifically for this fellowship is babysitting. <laughs> yep. Yep. Definitely. Yes. I have the greenhouse in my like, notes. Well, <laughs> Like, I could say probably at least everyone has babysat someone's kid, mm -hmm. like, yes. at some point. Yes. No, totally. I, Janet, I have this vivid memory of Janet watching Judah when he was, like, I don't know, a month old so that I could nap. And then more recently, she spent her Saturday with him so that Jesse and I could get marriage counseling. And, like, who wants to give up th two or three hours of their Saturday, yeah. you know, like... Janet, yeah. <laughs> baby in front of me. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, but yes, I could literally, I could, yeah, you're right, babysitting. But, um, uh, but to tell you, yes, uh, our sisters, everyone are having that, that love in the heart. I mean, they show that love uh, when they're serving. But I saw a sister, not only, I mean, like, when people are asked to do babysitting, mm -hmm. we, we, we go and we do, but I saw a sister who do, goes beyond that. She cleans all her utensils. She cleans the fridge. Mm -hmm. She makes the house clean. Mm -hmm. I saw that and I really inspired. It is yep. no other than our beautiful bar. Mm. <laughs> I know someone else like that. Yes, it's amazing. Uh, yep. First time yep. I saw within my, with my eyes and I was like, yeah. oh God, this is love of Christ. Yes. Yeah. She didn't ask to do all that, but she mm -hmm. has that heart to serve the yeah. Lord. Yeah, and that's a great example of going above and beyond, like yeah. not just being there but yeah that's awesome When you're overwhelmed and you're just trying to survive, mm -hmm. because I feel like this winter that was kind of my state. And one of the sisters, Angie, I don't know if she's here, but she no. sent me a she's text. Serving. She's serving. But her text was after a midweek. You look really sad, and I never see you sad. What can I do? Oh. And then yeah, I'm kind of guilty to what Lord is. I, I'm very guilty of that because I'm used to serving and giving. Mm -hmm. And her heart was, we wanted, what can we do? Mm -hmm. We make meals. And, of course, I'm thinking, no, you, you guys all have babies. You guys all have mm -hmm. so many things. But she's like, we want to do something. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I feel like even though, you know, every time there's a meal train and different things, sometimes I look 
And my obstacle of right now, the money's not there, but I can babysit. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to have money to babysit mm-hmm. or, or do your dishes. I'll be glad. I love yeah. my dishes. But whenever <laughs> <laughs> you come, I'll be there. <laughs> but yeah. that doesn't cost anything. Yeah. So I, I think yeah. for me, it's like just the, it's very hard to, to have people serve you when you're used to. So I think yep. when everybody makes meals, even for Evan's mom, like she's yeah. blown away. Yeah, and awesome. you know, not the whole church can make meals, but you know, mm. two or three meals, and she's just so impacted. Yeah, that. yeah, that's awesome. Um, speaking of Angie, I thought like uh, Kara posted this in the Facebook group, but um, Trevor found mm-hmm. a, a sub for Kara on Mother's Day mm-hmm. um, so that she could be in service, and mm. I was like. That's it. That's my lesson. Like <laughs> that's like being eager to serve is yeah. like yeah. no one asked him to do that. Yeah. Kara's husband didn't say like, "Hey, I want my wife to be in service." Like yeah. that's just God mm-hmm. moving and Trevor thinking ahead. And yeah. that's something like, yeah, it doesn't take money mm-hmm. or research. It's just thinking. Like, yeah. Yeah. I want the sister to be able to be in service mm-hmm. on Mother's Day. So let me find a sub. And yeah, and I saw Kara, and, and I was like. That's interesting. Like, and then she posted that, and I was like, "Yeah, that's awesome!" Like that, and that's that's my lesson. And if you want a really good lesson, um, listen to his. That's online um, about serving. It's really good. Um, I almost just played his lesson, <laughs> um, but anyway, it's really good. Um, so, anyways, we could go on and on, but and I first right now, I just I feel like so so grateful. So many of you have reached out to us and. Um, and I just feel like overwhelmed and grateful for it, and it's it. Uh, I feel very needy, and I feel so thankful for so many people just volunteering anything to, you know to help us. Um, so I, we're in a room room full of heroes here. Um, so I'm really grateful yeah. for that. <coughs> I want to talk about five elements of being eager to serve, and they're they're pretty quick, but um, I think these are different characteristics of, of having that heart, of being eager, eager to serve. And the first one is humility. Mm-hmm. Um, it, takes, it takes humility to serve, um, to think of other people as more important than yourself, uh, mm-hmm. to wake up and consider someone else's agenda before mm-hmm. your own. Um, but it also takes humility to be served, like mm-hmm. Barbara was talking about. It, mm-hmm. it takes humility to admit you need help. And if you've ever had a surgery or whatever, and you can't do these basic things, like the position I'm in right now, literally, you know, Paige is like, how can I help? And I'm like, can you unzip the sheet from the crib? Because I need to wash it, but I physically can't, like, take the the, the sheet off the mattress, because things are monsters. And um, can you, like, do that and Wash, like put it in the wash because I also don't go to the basement anymore where her laundry is. Like she's like sure, and that like that's something I can usually do, you know. And I like feel like or or even like can you open a window? Yesterday, Lauren Lauren brought us a meal, and she was like, "Can I do something?" And I was like, "Can you get my computer cord? Like it's in the corner on the floor, and I can't get it." Like sure, you know. And it's I don't know. Like it is takes being vulnerable to be like I I need that little thing, like really little. Cord um, drives me crazy. It's always falling. And anyways, and it, it, it yes, yeah, so it takes humility to serve, but also to let people in. Yeah. Say, I, do, I need these little, mm-hmm. these little things. Um, it 
on the flip side, secondly, it also takes confidence. And this might seem a little counterintuitive, but um, it takes courage to serve, to step up and to say, yeah, I'll do that. Like, I'll take a risk. You know, sometimes, like Lourdes was saying, what if the person doesn't think they need help? You know, like you, you take a risk by saying, let me help you. And they're like, I don't need that. And you're like, okay, sure. Um, but it's, it's risky. Um, it... And the scriptures that we read about um, how serving others is serving God, th- those scriptures give me the confidence to serve. I'm like, oh, no, I'm serving God. Like, it's not about you. If you don't want it, okay. Like, that's fine. It's about God. Yeah. And I, I also think, like, I've benefited so much from the specific help. Like, in the last couple of years, I've had two tough pregnancies, and we've moved. You guys have helped us pack, unpack, <laughs> um, move, and do, do a thousand things. And, I, and like... I, it's so valuable, and I realize if I need that help, like other people in their hard times, they need that specific help too. So yeah, I'm gonna insert myself here and say, do you need help? You know, like or like just thinking ahead, like that person probably needs help because I needed help in mm. in that time. Um, and I, with uh, when I moved up here, Danielle and I knew each other from from Boston a bit, but we weren't super close. Um, Moderately close. And I had just come out of the ministry, so I'd been in ministry for a few years and had a tiny window into what that that world was like. And I I decided to serve Danielle a lot and to to offer myself constantly to serve because I think when you're in the ministry it's even harder to ask for help, like because they it's just a weird it can be a weird weird thing. And I was like, let me just I don't know who else here is doing that. So you know, do you need anything? Can I help you this week? Mm-hmm. Do you need babysitting? Your anniversary's in four months. Do you need a babysitter? Like, and just these, like, I think because I had come from the ministry, I, I had a little bit of a perspective on that, but I had the confidence to be like, you probably need help. Like, you're leading a small church, and there's a thousand needs, and kids seem crazy, so, like, not your kids, just kids. <laughs> kids. Having kids seems crazy, so you probably need help. And, um, and that and that really drew us closer. But it was uh, like being willing to step out there and, and yeah. say, "What? How can I help you this week?" Um, mm-hmm. And that was those were intentional choices to make. You know, like you know, oh, they look like they have it all together. You don't know, no, like how can I how can I help you? And so don't be afraid to put yourself out there and to ask um, because sometimes we look like we have it all together, and a lot of times we don't. But you, you just never know what people might need. Um, Thirdly, creativity. Mm-hmm. This, this goes along with that. Um, we all have such different gifts and different um, things that we bring to the table. I think, Gwen, you were kind of touching on that a little bit. Like, sometimes the ways that people need, you might not have. You might have other, other things to share. But we all have something. And um, it, uh, whether it's time, food, energy, um, a car humor like it you know you can you can serve people in so many ways i i went to a funeral uh, for christy lamb some of you know her she's my my mm-hmm. boss's daughter um and she had a, a chronic illness for a, a lot of her life and people were just sharing like story after story of how she served them like that she would serve people she was in bed basically bedridden for like five years and but she would like she was such a loyal and serving friend. She would like make these care packages and send them to people and you know birthdays and special events and do all this stuff from her 
her bed, you know? And, and I, like, as I was putting this together, I just thought about that. Like, she was extremely limited in what she could do, but she didn't let that stop her from, um, from still taking care of people. And um, it, it, so it takes a little creativity, you know, and a little flexibility. And um, even, like, right, like, right now, like, we're, we're throwing the bullies a party on Monday, and I, I can't do very much. Uh, I'm not going to cook, but I can sit on my couch and ask people to bring things mm. and that like I can do that you know and I, I have and many of you got a text history about it but that's something I can do from my couch you know and in any other season I'd be doing lots of other things for the party but um but we can all like we all have something you know and and so I don't know what it is for you um you might you might know um we might already be benefiting from it but I would encourage you to yeah just think about what can I give, you know, and it might not, it's not going to be what someone else can give. Um, uh, Kara was texting, was offering to come and help, and she was, like, listing her abilities. It was, like, cleaning your bath, you know, cleaning bathrooms and floors and something, something, and um, shedding humor on any situation, and I was, like, I need that. That's a a gift, like, that's totally something, and, like, some of us can do that, and some can't, and so that's a gift. Um, I want to give you an example yeah. here. So on Mother's Day, Charlene gave us some little gifts. Yes. Um, so when I went to home and I opened that, it is exactly what I need. Yeah. It's not a big one, but I need a grocery bag, which she yes, gave it to me on that go. day. Yeah. So she's so creative and yep. thinking that way, and she totally. gifted the one which I really need. Totally. <laughs> That's a great example. And yeah, how could we? I have Charlene on here. Like, how could we talk about examples yeah. of sir? And she and she is creative. She's she is creative. Far away, isn't able to be with us during the week, and finds ways to still mm-hmm. serve from yeah. two and a half hours away. Like, right. So we could, yeah, thank you. Thanks yeah. for bringing her up. Um, fourth is initiative. Um, this, is a, this is an element of being, it, the title is eager to serve. And it's not just, you know, serving, but being eager to serve. And initiative is a big part of this. You know, don't, yeah. don't wait to be asked. Um, find out what the needs are. Uh, Paige, Paige alluded to this. but And this can be a little tricky because I think, I'm not asking, we don't all need to, be the same you know we don't all need to um have clean inboxes and like check like read all of our emails or whatever but but you have to figure out how can I stay connected to the needs you know maybe I don't use email okay can I check the Facebook maybe I don't use Facebook maybe I can check my email um my Jesse like he doesn't use Facebook so I a lot of times I'm I let him know like hey there's a need Hey, I signed you up to help people move. You know, I hey, but we, but we, I mean, we really like. I I know he wants to serve, but he doesn't want to be on Facebook. So I, I'm just his messenger. And if yeah. if, if he was living with someone else, yeah. he would need another messenger. Um, yeah. So it, it, yeah, it's not like we all need to be doing all the same things, you know. But figure out how can I be connected and. Um, we do communicate a lot of needs through email. Maybe you don't like email, but just try to open the ones from the church. You know, like I, um, it's a way to it's a way to serve by just finding out. Okay, that's that's what a need is. Uh, or ask your family group leader, or ask you know, just what are some needs right now? Um, how can I how can I help? Mm-hmm. Who can I help? And uh, part of that is also just responding quickly. This is a part of initiative: is mm-hmm. being quick to. Um, to sign up or to volunteer, and I, I thought about um, Wade as as I was putting this 
together. Uh, Wade and I were in the same campus ministry in Boston, and we, for a long time, we met at this school that was really far from everyone. Yeah, uh, we just, it was really far from everyone, and uh, we ran this carpool. We like you, Everyone had to take a train to one train stop that was really far away, and then we'd run a carpool of like the three people who had cars in campus to from the train to the um the school and you but you had to let me know that you were going to be coming because I was coordinating like how many times do we need to do the carpool and are you running late like you had to let just crazy anyways so but I so I ran this thing and I was every Saturday texting people you know can you be a part of the carpool tomorrow can you be and there was a few different people that that were on my texting thread and Wade always responded right away and said, yes, I can do that. I'll be there. Mm. And this is one of my earliest memories of Wade. And I was just like, this guy's a gem. <laughs> like the other people, I'm literally, I'm tracking down. It's like midnight on Saturday night. I'm like, are you going to be there with a car? I don't know. And oh, yeah, 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 sure, I'll be there. <laughs> and, and like week after week, you know, that it just rubs off on you. And I was like, Wade is really special. Like he's... He, it just and that, that being quick to respond, you know, yeah. like yes, I'll be there, um, reliable. Like that's that's a big part of yeah. being eager to serve. Um, so, anyways, and what, what do you know? Wade is that way. Um, so yes, he is. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, and this is uh, this could be first, um, but the the last and most important element of being eager to serve is relying on God. <coughs> and we need to turn here. This is our our. Closing scripture, First Peter. This is one of my favorite scriptures about serving. First Peter chapter 4. In verse 10, it says, Each one should use whatever gift he has received to serve others, faithfully administering God's grace in its various forms. Yeah. If anyone speaks, he should do it as one speaking the very words of God. If anyone serves, he should do it with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Um, and this is honestly a scripture that I, I, I go to a lot when I feel like I don't want to give or I don't want to serve right now. And it, it reminds me... Um, I need to, if I'm doing this, I need to do it with the strength that God provides. The, yeah. the whole goal of serving is to bring glory to God, not to myself, yeah. not, it's not to be busy or to fill my to-do yeah. list. Like, it's to bring glory to God. And um, relying on him is, like, really the key to, to all of this. You know, wherever you are, if this is a strength, then you, you have to rely on God. If it's not a strength, you have to rely on God to grow. Um, the whole goal of it is to bring bring glory to God and to rely on Him, and and it's serving lets us um, pass out God's grace in its different forms. Uh, it's an amazing way that we can distribute the grace of God to each other, to to the world, um, and the point of it is to bring bring glory to God. So as we serve, um, let's let's pray let's pray before we serve, pray as we serve, um, that it really it brings glory to God and um, and not to us. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's all I have for you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you.